0: It's the William Tell Show. I call myself William Tell. You can call me Bill. Thank you for including me in your world, even while we practice social distancing. I hope today you're safe and healthy and excited about your candidate, whoever that may be. What do you look for in a candidate? As a prospective blog post, that question first came to me in December 2019. I was engaged in a discussion with a follower named Scalia about the strengths and weaknesses of Donald Trump. It's clear Scalia uses different criteria than I do to evaluate a candidate, or attaches different weight to the criteria than I do. So the question, What do you look for in a candidate? I'd like to hear from you and maybe we can get some discussion going. The podcast has a mechanism whereby you can send me voice replies and in the description of this episode, I've linked to the blog posts about this episode so you can also comment there. What do you look for in a candidate? I jotted down seven things we may or may not get to all of them today. They are, 1, Policies, 2, Integrity, 3, Looks, 4, Rapport, 5, Likability, 6, Competence, 7, Intelligence. First, Policies. I think any thinking person will look first at a candidate's policy proposals and whether or not one agrees with them or likes them. These could pertain to foreign policy, or trade, or gun rights, or poverty, or immigration. In 2020, this was the first basis of my rejection of Elizabeth Warren. As a homeless person, you'd expect me to like giveaway programs, but she presented one humongous spending plan after another that would have run us into the ground. I won't mention, now, Beto O'Rourke. Second, integrity. For me, integrity trumps policy completely. Some years ago, Orrin Hatch ran in the Republican primaries, and I listened to him carefully. Even though we're at opposite ends of the political spectrum, I would have voted for him based on his profound integrity. I'll discuss this some more later in connection with George W. Bush. Third, Looks. This can be hard to be honest about, but looks have played a role in my choices of candidates. It played a role in my support of Mitt Romney. At the local level, it influenced my support for Baltimore Mayor Stephanie Rawlings-Blake and my non-support for Catherine Pugh. But it seemed to me Catherine Pugh got better looking once she got into office. No one had any reason to suspect she was a crook. Three down, four to go, let's take a break. We're back. rapport is number four in my list of seven criteria, and I half wish I'd made it first, as it may be the most powerful of all. This issue you bypasses the thinking mind completely and goes straight for the gut. Does this person feel like I feel, if so? I'm likely to support her or him, regardless of any other consideration. Hillary displayed a calm confidence and hope that all Americans can work together for the good of the country. Trump's base, in contrast, said, We're mad as hell and not going to take it anymore. You see who won the election. Number five is likability. This became an issue for Elizabeth Warren early on. I sure don't like her, and some feminist pundits insisted that it wrongly applies only to women. I say it applies just as much to men also. Personally, I like Bernie Sanders, personally. The problem is I've got no clue what he stands for. In 2016, he toured Baltimore, and I was surprised he was unaware of the state of the inner cities. He also has said nothing that I think would benefit black people, who now constitute more than 95% of my world. So whatever he means by socialism has no relevance to me. Number six is competence, and for now I'll only consider one angle. I look for candidates for president who have backgrounds in the executive branch of government. Governor Reagan, Governor Romney. Governor Kasich, Governor Clinton, Governor Bush, Mayor Bloomberg, Mayor Buttigieg. They know how to manage a budget, negotiate with the legislature, and choose plans that work. To me, at this time, the Seattle City Council is a perfect example of how stupid legislators can be. I have linked to a related article. Lastly, there is intelligence. We currently have one candidate who talks like a college graduate and one who talks like a fourth grader, but intelligence isn't the only thing. In 2000, we had a choice between George W. Bush, who clearly is not very bright, and Al Gore, who was honestly challenged. Given a choice between liar and stupid, I chose stupid. At least you can believe what he says. What do you look for in a candidate? I hope to hear from you. You can send me a voice message or comment on the blog. For today's music, I wanted something patriotic. For all of America's problems, people from all over the world are still, still trying to come to this country. Still, still, from all over the world, They're coming to America.